I'm not even doing a graphic tonight. I'll just worry about that tomorrow. Just post. Just post. A, there's an episode on the stories. Everybody watches the stories. I posted a bunch of stuff. I think yesterday. Yeah, I seen. But how do I post episodes or story? Like I said. Oh, I share. I share it from Spotify. Oh, okay. That's what I do. Wait, what are we talking about today? I have no idea. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey. So, how's it going? It's alright. I'm tired. Yeah, it's pretty late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a pretty long day. What's been going on with you? None. The usual work, kids, home. Uh, yeah. Nothing different at all, really. Yeah. Easter's coming up. Yeah, Easter is coming up. For us, that really just means bun and cheese. No, and no meat on Friday. And, uh, yeah, fish. I don't know what kind of fish do you guys eat on Easter. Mm. We eat Escovich. And, and oh, kingfish. Ghanish people eat bangamari. I've never heard you say that name once. Really? No. Yeah. That's what they call it. There might be another name for it, but that's what Ghanish people call it. Is it like a fry fish? I think so. There's a lot of bone in it, though. Yeah, you don't like fish with bone. Oh, I got no problem with, I with that. Stand it. I got no problem with that. I just pick it out. I might have said that very Canadian. What? <laughs> the name of the fish. <laughs> Bang. I don't think you could say. I Bangamary. can't even pronounce that. Bangamary. I might choke trying <laughs> to pronounce that. Yeah, that's what um, that's what guys people eat. I'm I'm pretty sure there's others, there's others that we that we eat, but yeah. I know for sure, like that's what my dad would make. So that's the name of the fish, or mm, is that the name, the name of the dish? No, that's the name of the fish. Okay. But I'm saying that there could be a different name for it. I just know for a fact that whenever Easter came around, my dad would be like, oh, I cook him bangamari. And bake? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say it's uh, snapper and uh, kingfish. And it'll be pre- prepared at Escovich. Oh, I love Escovich. Uh, and it's obviously like planting and fried dumpling and festival mm-hmm. and stuff. I. Honestly, I'm pretty sure someone will know. I'm pretty sure it's like uh, religious, like Christian, why we don't eat meat on Good Friday. But so pretty much. It's... Oh, you know, <laughs> it's just because of like, um, I hope I get this right. So basically, um, like for with Easter, um, the whole reason we celebrate Easter is because Jesus died for our sins mm-hmm. in, in Christianity. And, and he was resurrected on Easter Monday, right? He was actually resurrected, I think, on, uh, I think it's Friday. Oh, it's Good Friday. Or, it, or that was when he was nailed to the cross. Okay. I think that was when That's he, what I thought. Sorry. It was nailed to the cross he, Friday. So, yeah. He was resurrected nailed to the, on Monday. Yeah. So he was nailed to the cross Friday, resurrected. On, on the third day, he rose again, you know? Yeah. So, so, on, so Easter Monday. So that's why people, they go to church Sunday. And they celebrate Easter Monday as well because that's when he he rose yeah. again. Um, so I think I feel like the reason why we eat fish is just because like I I guess in a way it's like 
he he took himself out. You know what I mean? Jesus took himself out. Meat. Don't eat it. That's my theory. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't see the connection, but I'm pretty sure somebody... Because whenever I asked as a kid, it was never a proper explanation. It was just a whole I'm bunch making, of patois. I'm making up my like, own. Okay. I'm making up my own explanation because I, I don't know. I, I never knew. I had a boy. I had a friend back in the day, Kevin, mm-hmm. who was Trini, and he... Uh, and we used to have a Burger King right around the corner from my block. Mm-hmm. And one day we went over there on Good Friday because, you know, restaurants are open sometimes on those days. He got a, he got a Whopper without realizing he ate it. And then the guy freaked out. He's like, he's like, oh, no, I ate meat. Like he, he, would th- he was talking like he was going to like melt or like deteriorate. <laughs> But his family was very Christian. like super. Mm. So that's why he was flipping out. And I'm just like, I'm the only one who knows. Like, he was acting like you'd have to kill me because I could spill the beans. And you know what? You know, actually, I think I know what it is. Because um, you know how Lent is yeah, like within that time? So I think, I think uh, what I maybe the, what the people did when, when Jesus died for their sins, they, ge- they gave up meat i think that's yeah. why we don't eat yeah. meat actually well, i think that might be what the reason is right i just oh, remember, I forgot about that sounds about right i forgot about lent there's a lot of giving up stuff religiously around this time yeah like, i think that's what the reason is lent and giving up stuff anybody who's religious listening to this please don't crucify Even me muslim people it's ramadan right so yeah, they're yeah. fasting and mm-hmm. stuff so this time period all of that giving up stuff i remember i was, i did lent once gave up arizona it was like a crack fiend when I got back on the Arizona. I don't think I've ever really given up anything, to be honest. Yeah, I gave up those Arizonas that I used to drink every day. And finally, when I could drink an Arizona, I drank five in like <laughs> two hours. Yeah. So, but I feel like Lent, Lent goes on for like a good while. Yeah. It's, it, trust it goes me, on for a long time. I know. How long, how long did it, did it go on I don't remember. <laughs> but I was rocking back and forth in the corner of my room. Oh my God. I didn't realize Arizona had that much sugar in it. Wow. Until I gave it up. That's crazy. But yeah. Um, so yeah, Easter's coming up. Um, and I'm having Easter sale. So. <laughs> I'm having an Easter sale. Yep, I'm having an Easter sale for my baked goods. I'm making Easter blondies and Easter cupcakes. So, yeah, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, they wilding with Easter. Like, how does a bunny lay bunny bunny okay. lay an egg and then the bunny box like a chicken? Okay, so I actually found out the origin of where the Easter bunny thing came from. Do you know where it came from? Where it originated from? Nah. Germany. Okay. Yeah, I'm not joking. Okay. So the reason why I found this out is because I was reading a story. Amara brought home a story about Easter um, from the library. Mm-hmm. So I was reading it to her. And as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, I didn't know this. <laughs> so it said originally um, the whole idea of the Easter bunny came from, um, they came up with the idea. The Easter bunny comes and, you know, you get eggs, Easter eggs from them and this and that. Like that whole, like, I guess, myth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it came from Germany, so and they I guess just made up a bunny. It's ju- it's a... it's just a made up thing. Okay, it's a made up thing, and like, but um, oh my gosh, I think in the Ukraine they actually uh, paint eggs okay. as tradition for Easter. So it's like actually like I actually think it's a big thing on that side of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in Europe, yeah. So it's it's kind of like Santa Claus for Christmas in a way. Santa Claus is just so bad behaved. Pygmies would start behaving themselves. 
Well, in the same sense, it's kind of like with Easter because, you know, you get chocolate. Like, where did chocolate and, and Easter and the Easter Bunny come from? The same thing with, with Santa, right? Yeah. So, I think um, in Germany, I guess they just came up with something, you know, that's fun for the kids type oh, okay. of thing. The same way as, like, Santa, you know? Oh, so, okay. Anyway, that's that's a, that's where it's originated from. It's from Germany. Mm, okay. So, mm, um, yeah. It was, and it was brought over here, and then they decided to make money off of it. Monetize. Monetize on any holiday possible. I'm doing that right now. holiday. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's Day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Easter is coming up. Um, you, got, you got some family that's down. Yeah, I have um, my uh, one of my cousins is down from Barbados. Shout out to Kevin. Um, yeah, we're just hanging out with him, um, just showing him around. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And he, this is the first time he's meeting you, and he's like, he, sure. like I consider him like one of my brothers. So it was a really big deal when like he met the kids and you and stuff. So, so you know, he said something I never thought about. What? Um, like. When he said he got to the airport and he had a second of culture shock. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about it because being born and raised here is like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like if you come from the Caribbean, especially an island like Barbados, where obviously majority of the island is black. Yeah. When you get here and like you're not the mi- majority, you know, you're right. one of the lesser minorities. But the majority is not like what you would perceive to be maybe Caucasians. It's Mm -hmm. just majority South Asian and East Asian. Mm -hmm. So he said for a split second, he had a culture shock because he just saw mostly South Asian people and East Asian people Mm -hmm. and stuff. And with him staying out here in the North end of the city, I'm like, oh, I'd never even thought somebody coming from the Caribbean would feel that because I'm used to hearing culture shock attached to like people coming from Asia and stuff, and and them seeing black people, yeah, them seeing like a bunch of different races all in one, right? You know, but like hearing it from somebody who was black, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty crazy, but that makes sense. I could see that. Yeah, like Barbados is just made up of just like black and white people, yeah. and mostly black, obviously. But, um, yeah, I actually asked him about the white people in Barbados. I'm like, do they? do they consider themselves Caribbean or like, what do they I'm consider sure. themselves? But he actually told me, he's like, they, they, they do, but they, they, they play the white card when it's necessary, when, when it's time for them to. On thing. the but, island? Yeah. How do you play the white card? On like, the like, I guess like, you know, if anything were to like, I don't know, if you get into a situation, you kind of like use your privilege to kind of. Okay. Yeah. In, in that way. Normal. It's normal. But what I'm saying is like, I was asking him like, if, they um in a way do they like do they consider themselves like you know Bajan. Bajan, but for the most part for the most part yeah and they make sure they they kind of like seclude themselves in in like oh, a certain okay. area yeah. like they're in particular parishes in yeah, barbados yeah. they're that not makes sense. they're not that's, like that's kind of the same here and everywhere it's yeah, a, yeah yeah it's yeah. a form of segregation but it's a form of segregation in the sense that you just mingle amongst your own yeah yeah, yeah. that's like yeah. That's, that's that's pretty much everywhere like like in jamaica i know that obviously majority of the island is black people but mm-hmm. obviously there's there's white there's 
um, Chinese. Chinese, which is probably the second most af- or third most after white, mm-hmm. and then South Asian, like Indian. And I'll say this, like any shop you go to, like corner store or grocery store in Jamaica, mm-hmm. it's Chinese owned. Mm. and operate like everywhere it doesn't even matter you can go to like the country parishes like saint mary's all of that yeah the shops are always run by chinese people interesting like you'll find and if it's not them it's like either lebanese or syrian Mm. but it's usually chinese right or all of them i kind of feel like that way i kind of feel that way about guyana but it's usually um like um uh, a South Asian side of Guyana that would be running the. That's the majority shops. of the yeah. nation, though. Yeah, yeah. Like I know there's some. Obviously, there's some. There's some black shops, but yeah. for the most part, yeah. Yeah. It's a mix. Corner of the market around the world. Yep. But well, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Hopefully, he enjoys his stay here. Yeah, he's really um, enjoying like being around the kids and stuff. Thank any, God the kids are behaving it, around him. It's been exactly a week. Anything has happened between that week with you? Anything like different? Anything you want to talk about? You want to address? You want to call out some haters? What? No. <laughs> Your haters. Tell them that you love them. I don't, you know, that kind of one. I don't have haters. Well, at least I don't think I do. Then you're not popping. I guess I'm not. I'm not that popular. That's what they say. If you ain't got no haters, if I ain't, you ain't got, popping. If I ain't got no haters, I'm not popping. I guess I'm not popping. I don't want to be popping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be. I'm good. Let me. Like, want to come home and sleep? Yeah, I'm like. Pop. Yeah, I'm just trying to smoke some weed and go to sleep. That's really what I'm trying to do. So, yeah. um, yeah. I honestly no, there hasn't been anything. Um, oh, the kids' birthdays are coming up. Yeah, it's like the most like exciting thing that's happening um their birthdays are next week um friday and saturday um and yeah johnny's turning two mars turning seven um and i'm just trying to figure out whether or not i can have an outdoor party because <laughs> the weather in toronto is crazy like one minute's raining next minute it's not so i'm just gonna have to wait until like the week of to make the decision of whether or not they're having a party mm-hmm um because i don't want nobody up in here <laughs> it's too much work too much cleaning up For sure. <laughs> yeah and because of like i know i keep hearing like cases are are spiking and stuff like that it's probably best to like be outside and you know instead of being in like a secluded area yeah um but yeah uh it's just crazy how time flies like the kids are just getting older and they're getting more annoying so it's great <laughs> but True. we lo- but we love them <laughs> very much <laughs> um but yeah i don't know what else are there any other updates man i don't i don't even remember this last week to tell you the honest yeah, truth yeah it's been a blur every time someone asks me oh how was your weekend i'm like i don't remember like i legit don't remember what yeah, happened on the weekend or f- from literally from what is today today is tuesday from it's Tuesday, the last Tuesday. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, today was a nice day. That's the most I can remember. <laughs> today was a nice day outside. And yeah, like I'm actually trying to remember what I did yesterday. I don't remember. Oh, Kevin was here. We hung out with Kevin. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's been it. Your yeah. cousin came and yeah. we've just been hanging with him and just chilling. Other than that, like, 
nothing really the usual. Yeah. I'm watching playoffs. Playoffs is coming up for the NBA. That's it. You really. Any, do you have anything to touch on with that? you have any no, opinions? It's the playing. It's the playing um, right now. So it's right now it's just trying to show who's going to actually be in the playoffs. But I don't really have any opinions. Probably next week because it'll be the first round will officially start over the weekend. So just a heads up. I might be watching some basketball. When? More than it start playoffs is starting this weekend. So like from this week on weekend into probably June, like I'll i you'll be hearing basketball in the background or I might have to yell out one sec because I'm watching something. Oh, that's fine. As long as as long as um you know you're present for the kid's birthday, that that's all yeah, I ask. I'm not gonna be like, Oh yeah, the game seven is on. I can't go to like my kid's birthday that'd be wild well that happens so um (laughs) that's all i ask i don't care otherwise i just won't talk to you um i'm always doing something anyways (laughs) i've only had one moment that was like that but it wasn't with the kids was it with me it was connected to you oh it was i'm so sorry it was somebody's birthday and his birthday fell on the same day as all-star saturday remember when exactly is All Star Saturday? February, like around around Family Day, in February. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I was not missing that. I understand. I was literally just running back and forth from the party room to the apartment. Yes, yes, yes. I remember. I remember now. Yeah. That's okay. That I mean, it was now worth in it. retrospect. <laughs> Now, in retrospect, <laughs> you don't care. But at the time... Oh, I cared. You cared because at I the ne- time. Because I needed help. <laughs> That's why. I planned a party for someone um, that was close to me at the time. And uh, Devon's usually my right my right hand when I'm planning stuff. So, like, I needed him and he was nowhere to be found or he was, like, back and forth. So, it was a bit frustrating, but it was fine. I mean, it's not a big deal now. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a big deal now. No. <laughs> I don't even remember that weekend. I remember what It was a blur. Was. But yeah, that leads into some a good topic of expectations. Because you had expectations for me to help. Yes, because it was a party and I was doing it by myself. <laughs> it was handled. It was well. Was that the same party where I got like... Yes. See, I'm not trying to say no names. Yeah, but yeah, you I know, know what I'm I know, talking I know, about. I know, I know. Yeah. Hey, how about we talk about multi-level marketing teams? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I'm not talking about MLM. No, thank you. Save that for another, another part, another part. Okay. Well, long story short, the party that I threw, um, somebody came and was kind of trying to, uh, they thought it was like a mixer where they could socialize and try to put their MLM on other people. And um, Delon wasn't having it. So, wrong place, and it was, wrong it was with his, like, they did it with his family. So it wasn't very nice. Um, and yeah, so <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we, yeah, we were talking about, um, expectations and, um, having expectations for people, having expectations for yourself and stuff like that. And I was just telling Delon that like, I've learned just in the past, like, I guess in the next last year now, um, 
I didn't realize it before, but I was, I was, I had high expectations for certain people. Yeah. And I've realized that they, they, they can't live up to the expectations that I had for them. Right. And vice versa. Like people have had really high expectations for me. <laughs> and I guess, you know, in some, in some way I didn't live up to what they expected. Um, so I kind of just learned to just not have expectations for people and kind of just see how things go and just kind of go with the flow, you know? Um, you know, you want to, and then with, with yourself, like having expectations for yourself and like for you to do well and do this and do that. But like, you know, the unexpected happens so much, so much right. to like put so much pressure on yourself to do this and do that. And then if you don't get it done, you're disappointed with yourself. You beat yourself up. And this is me like talking like the, this is me talking like this is every day for me. Um, I I always put a lot of pressure on myself to do the most. And now I'm learning like, okay, make a list, try to get like half the stuff done. And if whatever you don't get done, do it, do it the next day. You know, um, right. don't have those expectations for yourself to do everything in one day. You're not you're not superwoman. You're not super mom. Like just try to get whatever you can done. So what I've been doing is I've been listening to my body a lot more. So if I am tired, my body just feels like slumped over, just low energy. I don't do anything. I do the bare minimum and I just relax. That's not very often <laughs> that happens, but it does happen. And I try to give myself some grace. And if anyone's listening to this and you're kind of going through the same thing, give yourself some grace because you do a lot. You do a lot for, you may do a lot for others. You may do a lot for your, you know, just things you're taking care of and whatever. And, you know, you, you have these expectations to, to live up to, and you know that people are watching you as well. And they're, they're looking to see if you're going to fail. And you just have to accept the fact that you're going to have days where you're going to feel like a failure. And then the, what you do is you just get up the next morning and be like, all right, how can I change this? What can I do to make it better? Um, and if you can't think of anything, get some advice from someone that you trust, you know? So, um, Delana, we're just, you know, talking about expectations and stuff like that. And like, I guess in our relationship, like, do you, would you say that you have expectations for me? You're, um, you're not the type to like really have expectations for people though. For me, when it comes to expectations, I don't really have expectations for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say my expectations are nothing that are out of the norm of what would be expectations for everyone else. Obviously, like, obviously, you know, just normal day-to-day -day things. Like, like I expect you, obviously, to bring the kids to school mm -hmm. in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, like, simple things like that. It's not so much, like, I expect you to wake up looking like you know, looking like you are yep. got up earlier than me and like did my makeup and my yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. Even though a lot of dudes expect some shit like that, which, which is, is not madness. possible. It's complete madness. Which some girls are doing. But yeah. like I never have expectations for people. If I do, I actually have expectations for my children. Same. But my expectations for my children are not that like they're going to become rocket scientists or no, like no. any something extravagant, but more off the, I expect them to have manners because that's what we teach them. Yeah, of course. We give them bratopsy. We give them home training. We're, we're um... like, that's my expectations, like stuff like that. Manners, 
uh, care how to carry themselves, how to speak with proper uh, pronunciation and speech. Mm-hmm. Those are, but to me, those are not like ridiculous expectations. Those no. to me are just every day that everyone should have. Well, that's the thing. Other than that, um, when it comes to expectations with me, I more expect things from like events and like things, not so much people. Right. Like, you know, when you're expecting something to be good and you show up and it's terrible. Yeah. Or vice versa, you expect it to be terrible and you show up and it wasn't that bad. Yeah. That's more of me. Right. Um, yeah, I, with the kids, yeah, I'm, like, some might say that I'm very hard on, on, on the kids, especially, especially Amara, um, and I have my reasons for that, I, I know my kid, you know, and I, I, I talk to her, I tell her, you know, we're not, you know, there might be days where you may think that we don't like you, (laughs) And really, we do. We love you so much. We care about you so much, and that's why we're we're making sure that you strive to be the best person you can be. And right. you can have your days where you don't feel like you're the best person, but make sure that you get up every morning and try your best. And that's yeah. all we ask is that you that, try your best. And that's where uh, expectations are like a double edged sword. Yeah, because as somebody who you know has expectations put upon them. It's a good thing to kind of almost put a battery in your back. Yeah. Like kind of, you know, get you going, get you fueled, amped up to do your best. Right. But at the same time, it adds in a lot of pressure, which yeah. can come down on you and crumble, um, make exactly. you crumble at exactly. the worst moments. Exactly. So to me, like expectations is a tricky thing. And I feel like it really falls upon the person who feels that they're expected to be, to be this that way. Person. And it's up to them to see how they handle it. And if it if they don't reach that expectation, it's up to them to realize that it's okay yeah. that they haven't reached the highest expectations they have. Yeah. You like, know? when I, you know. And that I, could be difficult. Very difficult. A lot of people. Very difficult. Like, I know that it's definitely difficult for Amara. Um she's a perfect example of that because she always strives to do things um in like a really uh specific way and she doesn't want to get it wrong she's actually been a lot better with it now like she's not really getting frustrated when things are not going the way she wants it to and like her teachers tell her practice makes progress not practice makes perfect and I also like tell her like nothing is perfect like you know you try your best and yeah we have our expectations for you we know that these are things that you do. Like, we expect you to change the garbage during the week. We expect you to do your... We just expect you to do your chores. But um, in terms of you being this perfect child who is not annoying and who, you know, like, who mm-hmm. just... Who's, like, the like the perfect kid. It's, like, there's no such thing as a perfect kid, you know? Yeah. So, but with that being said, she does put pressure on herself to strive yeah. to be that way. So I always have to kind of bring her back down and be, like, it is okay sure. to, you know, make mistakes. It's okay. This is how you learn. What can what can you learn from this mistake that you made? Or what, you know, you didn't remember to do this and do that. What can you do next time that you can remember? You know, so we do problem-solving skills and just try to um, kind of just navigate through what what she's actually expected to do versus, like, what she's putting, what, what she's, like, I guess – putting pressure on herself to do in a way is that if that makes sense no i get it um i get it i have a question for you oh God, would what? you say practice makes progress yes 
What you think of that phrase? Um, instead of perfect. Well, the word perfect puts a lot of pressure on kids, right? right. <sighs> so it, I, okay, not from a kid, but just in general. I guess in a way, like it can be taken as like, like I understand where you're coming from. You asked me that <laughs> no question. No, I'm asking that I, question. I asked you that. I know why. Uh, right away, that my like how mine is triggered to be like, it's kind of soft. Yeah. Um. So. Like it. It's, like using the word perfect doesn't mean it necessarily has to be perfect, but it means you're striving towards the that's, perfection. That's the. That's the. That's the. Uh, it's. It's very. Yeah, it's like a participation award. That's what progress practice makes progress sounds like. But to me. for a child like Amara, she needs to hear that. Yeah, no, I get it. It's just my mind working because I I didn't grow up. Obviously, we didn't grow up in a time where people would say some stuff like that. <laughs> no. Like not in the participation award era. I know how you feel about participation yeah. awards. <laughs> yeah, I can't say, waste the time. Just don't give anything. Yeah. You know me. I, I'm competitive. Yes. Per se, I guess. And I am not in any way, shape, or but form. But to me, like, yeah, <laughs> practice makes progress sounds kind of soft. But I get it. Especially with a child, I get it. I But honestly, if it was me, I just wouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> in all honesty, <laughs> I wouldn't have said anything. As a teacher, you have to promote. That's why I'm not a teacher. Yeah. As a because... teacher, you have to promote these. It's funny because I wouldn't say that to my kids. I wouldn't, yeah. but I wouldn't. Yeah, it's it, it's a lot. But anyways, we'll continue talking about this um, right after the break. Yeah. I expect nothing, and I'm still let down. And we're back. Yep. So, um, to continue the conversation, oh, you wrote down so much. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, it's gonna be good. Um. So to continue the conversation about expectations, um, I just remember that like uh, over the years I've had expectations for Delon, um, and which wasn't very good. I it wasn't it wasn't good. Like I just had expectations for like family and like people that were like, yeah, actually no, it was just family. It was more family and like you, <laughs> um, and I had to just let go of those expectations because. Not everybody thinks the way I think. Not everybody does the things that I do. And it 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 was unfair for me to to think that way. So for example, the expectation one of the expectations I had for you was to just know what was wrong. <laughs> and you're not gonna know that's what a was relationship wrong. thing. I know, I a know. Lot of, a lot of people have that. You yeah, should but, just know. But I that's but, something but I learned a that lot of people here but, in relationships. But I learned that you you have to communicate what's oh, wrong. For sure. I can't just sit there and be grumpy and just expect you to just know. Like sometimes you'll ask me what's wrong, or sometimes you'll just be like, "When you're ready to talk about it, I'm here," you know. But um, there were times where like I just completely shut down. I wouldn't even talk. Um, so I had to give myself time in order to be able to talk to you about it. Um. And whether it had to do with you, how, whether it had to do with like a conflict I was in or something I was just confused about, um, I made sure to, over the years, like learn to communicate that there is something wrong. Um, I, I also learned to give you a heads up, like if I'm, when I'm home and you come home and there's been times you come home and like, I'm like not trying to talk at all. And you had no idea what happened during the day. 
because I didn't inform you about anything. So you kind of come home lost. Kids might be miserable. You don't know what's going on and everything's a mess. But now what I do is I kind of give you a heads up while you're at work. And I'm like, yo, when you come home, if I don't talk to you, it has nothing to do with you. It's not about you. Um, And I learned to do that because like he's literally coming home to like he has no knowledge of anything. If me and him don't we sometimes we don't talk throughout the day at all. And sometimes there's there's times where like in, in the past, as soon as he comes home, I would have to go to work. So we'd never see each other. And then by the time I get back, I may have to go grocery shopping or I may have to run an errand or I may have to do something. So I'm out a lot later. By the time I come home, kids are in bed and you're probably half asleep. So there's no time to talk, you know? So it's like, I have to keep that communication going. And I'm the one who was really, who really pushed for communication in this relationship. Yeah. So I can't be a hypocrite. Um, there are times where like, I just can't really get what's off my chest just like right at that moment so i mean we've been together long enough for you to know like okay i'm just gonna give her some time type of thing for sure and when you get upset before in the beginning i would you know i would want to talk about it right then right right then there like no if ands or buts we're not going to bed angry but sometimes you gotta go to bed a little upset and that was like one of my number one rules i never want to go to bed angry but sometimes it's better for us still a good rule but i feel like it falls more upon what when does the conflict take place that's true if the conflict takes place at night then you might need that you might need the time to process but if it happens like in the morning then like you have a whole you have a whole day whole day to process because really and truly you don't want to try to resolve the conflict with while still high on emotions exactly but it is nice to um to squash the beef before you go to sleep. Yeah. Because you don't want to wake up in the morning not sure if you should talk to that person. Exactly. Or any of that. Yeah. But, you know, you just talking about that just now, saying the expectations with, um, like, me expecting to know what's wrong. Of course, that's something... <clears throat> sorry. That's something that um, a lot of... Happens in a lot of relationships. A lot of guys will say, you know, their lady just expects me to know. And really, guys just don't know. We never no, know. They don't we, know. We can't figure it out. You gotta tell us. <laughs> yeah. But that also makes me think of an expectation that I have that is like something that's prevalent with a lot of guys, a lot of males. Is the expectation that you always gotta be super strong and be the, you know, the you know, strong big male figure and all that. Like and like talking about issues that you're dealing with is soft and weak just suppress that shit and carry on like that's an expectation of course i had before you know you know it's soft to talk you know you just keep that hold that let it go and carry on but like obviously with you you mentioned being the catalyst of communication Mm -hmm. like i've learned like you know there's nothing wrong with talking how you feel especially as a man as a male you know, and a lot of guys deal with that problem. Like, that's an expectation that a lot of males, me included, have dealt with the issue. You don't want to talk about your problems. You don't want to talk about things that are bothering you because it, like, shows a sense of weakness. Because you you grow up as a, as a boy child hearing, 
oh, boys don't cry or be for tough. Sure. Yeah. You're not, you're, you, what, what are you crying for? You're, you're a boy. from the environment we come from, mm-hmm. you know, being mm-hmm. black, being West Indian. Yeah. Like, you, there's a extra machismo kind of, you know, tough guy. You got to be a tough guy kind of figure. Why are you so happy for? <laughs> yeah, like, why are you smiling in pictures? Yeah. Like, you never you need to don't smile more. in pictures. Yeah. Like, you know, keep your hands together or mm-hmm. something, man. Mm-hmm. Kind of just, yeah, mm-hmm. have that screw face. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something with growth. And obviously, you've helped me with, in a sense. And that's where that communication comes in. So if I have to say expectations, like, you just talking about that made me realize, you know what? Yeah, the expectations I had is I got to be tough and I got to be strong. But really and truly, I can still be tough and I can still be strong with while still being able to talk about things that are bothering me. Yeah, and I really appreciate that you've opened up over the years because I know how hard that was for you. Yeah, it was difficult. It was very difficult Not going to lie. Um, and it's funny because, like, we, like, switched roles at one point. Like, I, you became so expressive and then I just... I just didn't talk. And you were like, I got to like pull teeth to get shit out of you now. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that I was like shutting off like that, you mm-hmm. know? So a lot of the times with me, there's certain things I might be doing, like my body language might say something completely different. And like Delon would have to tell me or like maybe a friend of mine would have to tell me because sometimes I just don't realize. Like I may not realize how hostile I might be. I, I may not realize that I'm coming off away um, and stuff like that. So I, I always tell like anybody who knows me and like any deep conversations we've ever had or and, like Delon obviously knows like honesty is like the best thing with me. Like I need to know because like sometimes I don't even like I don't do anything malicious on purpose to anybody. I would never be mean on purpose. I'm that's not who I am. So if I'm doing anything that comes off a way and it's making you feel some type of way, you got to tell me because I can't read your mind. I'll tell you. <laughs> I can't, no, I, don't, I can't read, I cannot read your mind. I tell Amara that too, because Amara kind of expects me to like, kind of just guess of, like what's happening. I tell people too much. It gets <laughs> me in trouble. That's why no one at work likes me. <laughs> like Delon is like brutally honest, <laughs> like most of the time. It's better than. It's definitely better. It's definitely better. But what, that's why I'm saying like, that's why people don't like you at work is because like, I don't think people don't like, I honestly feel like a lot of people respect you. It's just that they don't, they're not going to try to come to you with no bullshit. I think that's what it is. That's what it sounds like to me. I can't see somebody you know what really it is? straight it's up. It's not that they don't like me. It's they don't like how I say it. Okay. Well, okay. I have that same problem. Yeah. Like I've, I've told someone at work, you expect, so you chose for me to do this. <laughs> like I've said that to, I talk to people like they're my kids at work. Right. Right. So that's what I've been told. And I think I kind of have that same issue well to me that should be everybody everybody should talk like that it'd be a better world (laughs) if everyone just straight up and just talked how they actually felt i think it's more of a thing where it's like you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings if you know how they take things and stuff like that so you want to be considerate towards their feelings and try to find a way to say in a way that they would understand rather than in a way that only you would understand. Yeah. You got to read the environment. You got to read, you got to read the room. For me at work, there is no environment to read. Well, it depends on the environment that you're in. So if you're going to be, if you know the type of environment that you're in, you know how to talk. Yeah. So you you had to help me with that too. Cause I was like that with Amara and I had to really stop. I had to really stop. (laughs) Yeah. It was (laughs) like, I'd be telling her, come on, man. 
yeah and i'm like she she's a she's a girl you gotta and i don't want to make it seem like girls can't take it but it's like she would like draw something and i would tell her it doesn't look like what oh you drew. yeah i had to like really i had to end and i would an say exactly that. like that and i would I... just stare at her in the face and then i would hear you yell from across the room uh, yeah i would literally call it i'd be like dill can you can you come uh can you come in the room for a second yeah i really needed help with and that. then i'm like, like looking back i wish talk i talked to her like I wish that I could take back all that stuff because i wasn't trying to be mean but my brain just automatically just said Yo, she tried to draw a car and it looks like a bike. <laughs> Just tell her it don't look like a car. You can't you can't tell her that. She'd be like, look at my car, baby. It looks like a bike. No. She, and you'd be like, Just say it's nice. She, Just, Just say, say it's, it's nice. nice. <laughs> That's all you have to say is nice. What she say? She said that she wanted to take pictures and I said She's like, I want to start taking oh pictures. I'm like, yo, you got to buy a camera. Oh and I told her everything God. that she has to do. And they're like, just tell her she can take pictures. She was so upset when I went into the room. She was so upset. I'm what like, what say? happened? What did she say? She was just like, I told that because I was the one who told her to go to you and say it. And like, I, I caused camera. this whole thing. So then she she comes to me and she's just like, she's so upset. She's like, I just... Like I told, I told Dada that I wanted to take pictures, but like he, he basically, she just said you said no. She, she said it. See, that's how she hears it, but she said it in a funny way. She said something because she was nervous no to sense. come to you she... in the first place. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! She said it something is... that made no sense, guys. And I just guys, said to her, "I'm like, it is so frustrating. How are you gonna do that? It's that's so I frustrating." Said I said to her, "Like, how are you gonna do that? It is so frustrating. It doesn't make any sense." Like, and then she's just like, okay. <laughs> just like, there's and been... then all of a sudden I walk out and you're like, guy, you just <laughs> have to say, sure. It is so frustrating. Like, sometimes Preparing I. Preparing them for the real world. No, no. I have trouble sometimes. And I stopped. I just stopped. Like, literally, I just say, yeah. Today yeah. was the first day. But I heard you guys. If, if I communicate with her too much, she starts going off the rails. She starts <laughs> saying things that make no sense. Like today, she she brought a pizza book, and mm -hmm. she's like, "Oh, I got a recipe pizza book." She opened up the book. I'm like, "That's a science book that has a pizza on the cover." <laughs> I'm like, "It just tells you the chemicals within the pizza, like you know." The proteins and the like. <laughs> that's it said right there. It said proteins. It but said she carbohydrates. doesn't understand that. And she's just. And she said nothing. And then she's oh, like, "God, oh, but I there's a pepperoni know. here." And so she's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "It's pepperoni." And then and she's like, "So well, it just shows you what goes on a pizza." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's a science." Oh book. my god, you should have just said yes. I, but, the... but I then I said to her, but you can look at it and see what you would want on your pizza when you make your pizza. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but this it girl is... took out a science book with a pizza cover. And thought and it was a recipe book. And she is like, has the highest grades in the class. <laughs> she Her grades are pretty high. She's like book smart, but like the street smarts is like, you know. It's there, but it's not. It's but like, funny she's how a... you said she's book smart and she got a science book and thought it was a recipe <laughs> book. Listen, the girl doesn't look at things properly at all. No, like, not at all. Like, she doesn't look at things. Like, you, you'll be in a room and she won't notice something that's right in front of her. But, you know, kids are just like that. Sometimes I'm like that. So I I can attest to the whole conversation with 
with her because I get very frustrated talking to her sometimes. But I know how to um, I know how to shut it down in the right way. <laughs> like, cool. like I I um, if I know it's a very unnecessary conversation, then I will just be like, okay, yeah, no, we're we're good, we're good, it's fine, thanks, yeah. we're good. But I will actually have the conversation with her and you know, we'll, we'll talk. And then I notice that like half an hour has gone by and I'm like, Oh, I have a lot of other things I need to do. So yeah. we're going to end this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, man. Expectations. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're clearly done talking about it. All right. I don't know what to, how to expound upon it, but it's fine. Definitely. It's fine. You just kind of like shut me off. Like I was still well, talking. I thought you were saying, so continue going. No, no, no. I'm done now. <laughs> I expected that you was done. Well, I wasn't. So, yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm done now. The second part of this podcast episode is more fun anyway. So that was fun. <laughs> Making fun of your kid. <laughs> when is that not fun? It's it's very fun. Any parents that had kids, why do you have kids? If to you make, can't make fun, fun of, of them, them, exactly. And Johnny hasn't been in this mix at all. Like he's he's just he's a piece of work, man. <laughs> I, you don't want to know my expectations for him. Oh my God. I, I could only imagine your expectations for him. Yeah. Anyway. So you want to get into the idea that you brought up that you wanted to mention? So um, I was saying that we should talk about the things that our parents used to tell us as kids and that some of the stuff that we still, that we say, that like we carried the, on. The phrases. The phrases. And, and like they would say to us. And like, when you think back on it, it's like, what the hell did that yeah, mean? Does mean? What does it mean? Where did it come from? Like, yeah. what? What's so the origins? You you have a bunch of them. Oh. So. Yeah. I heard a lot, but I want to hear yours first. Then I'll get into mine. I don't really have any like that. I'm like, going to tell you some of the ones that you've said that I know you've got from your parents. Okay. Okay, tell me. There's the classic Guyanese one, the one when somebody like just doesn't acknowledge you and yeah, walks. You take your, you take your eyes and pass me. Say it slowly. You take your eyes and pass me. Yeah, what does that mean? I it, remember you said that to me one time. I was like, "What?" It means that you're rude. That's what it means. That's all That's it what means. It translates, but when you actually hear you take your eyes and pass me, so English translation: you take your eyes and, and pass, pass me. me. So it's like so. So if somebody hears that, who's not West Indian, they'd be like, "What? That doesn't. That's not a cohesive sentence." Yeah. <laughs> well, it just means that you're rude. No, nah. I remember the first time something happened and you said cheese and bread. I was like, nah. <laughs> "So that that's a Bajan thing." <laughs> but you have to say it in a certain tone. Cheese and bread. <laughs> cheese. And that and what does that mean? It just means oh my gosh. It means oh my gosh. <laughs> But the first time you said it, I was like, I'll come, I'll get to mine. Don't worry. There's a Jamaican version of that, but it has nothing to do with food. Is there anything else? Those are the two I know off top. Um, oh, is your father a glass maker? Yeah. Okay. And explain <laughs> that one. It means, <laughs> it just means you're blocking <laughs> It means you're standing in front of the person. They can't see through No, no, no. It just means that you're blocking the TV. Yeah, you're blocking the TV. <laughs> so you're standing in front of the TV. So is your father a glassmaker? Because it pre pretty much means that you must think you're see-through. <laughs> That's what it pretty much means. I'm dying because, like, translating these is hilarious. Like, saying, like, what it actually means. Yeah. 
funny. It's funny because all them dads that be saying that are the same dads that be standing in front of TVs with their <laughs> arms crossed. Just standing in front of the TV, watching TV with their arms crossed when there's a perfectly good couch there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I one of, one of my cousins brought up a really good point. <laughs> so, okay. So I was at. I was at her house and Johnny coughed, right? So you know how I usually go, <clears throat> like when he coughs, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, "You're so Guyanese. It doesn't even do anything. It doesn't help them with anything. Yeah. Why do you do it?" Yeah, My mommy said the time. same thing. Why? Why would you do that? You're so like. Wh-. I'm like, I don't know. It's just force a habit. Like anytime I coughed, like my mom or dad would be like, <clears throat> "It's like." It's like You're to help right. them. I never thought of it's like they to, do do that. It's like to help them. It's and like, to tell them clear your throat. Yeah, and I do the same thing with the kids. Like I do the exact same thing with the kids. I don't do anything when I cough. I say I just say you cover your mouth. Oh my god! Every time Johnny's coughing, Dwan's sitting right beside him. He sounds like he's choking. I'm like Dwan, can you check the kid? It's because he's guzzling water. Oh my goodness! At least pat his back. Something. I usually do. I pat his no, back. No, you don't. But he's usually <laughs> trying to fight me and still drink the water. Right. Okay, tell all the phrases because we're running out of time. All right. I I got quite a bit okay. because the, I still use them. So the first one I have is, you must drink Mad Moose Piss. <laughs> I'm going to say that slowly. You must drink Mad Moose Piss. Piss. So pretty much, you must have drank Mad Moose Piss. It and it sounds crazy. insane. It's like, you must be crazy. So you whenever crazy. we would do something, like take something we're not supposed to take, we would get you must have drink Mad Moose Piss. Pretty <laughs> much, it's lining you up to get in trouble. I just remembered one that you it's usually saying, are say. Are you insane? <laughs> it, is it your must want dead? <laughs> I knew it was your must want dead. <laughs> I use that like every day. Whenever the kids do something <laughs> stupid, I always tell them, you must want dead. Uno must want dead. So. Obviously, you can hear it. You must want to die. And uno means all of you. That means all of you. It's actually African, but it's something we integrate in patois and stuff. So I tell the kids uno must want to die. But I say it very aggressive. That shit is funny. But it pretty much means you guys are pissing me off. And 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 I'm about to fight you guys. So I say that almost every day. My parents said that to me. And I'm alive. So <laughs> so the yeah. others is, um, everybody's heard this. The first time I said this, I couldn't believe you've never heard it. <laughs> Blouse and skirts. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Yo? Yeah, this whole episode's going to be you laughing. I yeah, blouse and skirts. And it, it doesn't sound like a phrase. It just sounds like an outfit. <laughs> but it's a phrase. And just like cheese and bread, is that what it was? Cheese on bread? Cheese on bread. It's said the same way. <laughs> Blouse on skirts. Whenever it's it pretty means, much saying, oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. So oh when someone God. does something, like somebody like crashes a car, it's blouse on skirts. <laughs> so yeah, blouse and skirts. I, who came up with it? Who knows? Because no, it's literally just You just, just only said that in like the recent years. Yeah, I said blouse and skirts. Oh my God, I was rolling. It's blouse and kiss me granny is the same one. <laughs> So he'd yell out, kiss my granny. Whenever somebody would do it, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. So yeah. I can't. So I don't say those too often, but once in a while it might come out. Oh my gosh. That's something my parents said a lot. 
blouse and your dad still says um kiss my dad doesn't know he's been in canada (laughs) for like 30 40 years He's st- instead of saying yesterday, he says what day? Uh, no, our day. Our day. He goes, yeah, I was outside our day. And I'm like, our who? <laughs> Wednesday? But it's yesterday or the other day. Oh my gosh. So this one, my um, before I could grow a beard, my stepfather would say this to me. I used to try to grow a beard and he used to say, grass no grow upon baco. <laughs> and I've okay. said that before. So yeah, grass doesn't grow on bottle. Mm. So you're not growing no hair, pretty much. Yeah, look at you now. You got a now full, I got a full beard. beard. This one my mom says, I know you're going to laugh. Okay. And I've said it once, but you you didn't take it in until you heard her say, okie dokie in a big bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. You got to say it again. because Okay. <laughs> my mom, from when I was a little kid, would always say, Oh, she would say, okie dokie in a big bottle of pokey. <laughs> what does that mean? If you're West Indian, you know what pokey means. <laughs> so what the hell is a big bottle of pokey? <laughs> she, every time something you would tell her something, instead of saying, okay, she'd say, okie dokie in a big bottle of pokey. Oh, my God. And I said it once, but doesn't take it in till she heard my mom <laughs> she, say it. Yo, I never forget when she said that. I died. I was like, what? It was so <laughs> normal to me that I didn't even find it funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have one here that my stepdad used to say, too, but I don't know how to say it the way he says it. It's pre- pretty much fart, fart free and it's supposed to something with lock and key. So if you hold in your poke. He says fart free, oh, fart free. Oh, I've heard him say that. Yeah, I've heard him say so that. So pretty much, not supposed to something with lock and key. Pretty much hold it in. Don't hold it in. Don't hold it in. I'll die. Just let it go. The the fart. My my mom told me that yeah. too. That I should. Yeah. If I knew how to say it properly, I would use it all the time. Yeah. Right, what's the next one? The next one is, um, hay is for horses. <laughs> so every time I would say hey, I'd be told hay is for horses. Oh my I've said that to Amara like a lot, a lot, a lot. She would say, "Hey," and I'd be like, "Hey is for horses." This one I didn't get till I became an adult. Can I is a drink? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that until I was older. I would always, yeah. I would say, "Can can I?" When I would be asked if I could go outside, but can Sean I? Sean said it, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yes. My stepfather, all these funny, corny jokes, yeah, like phrases, it's him. Uh-huh. Can I is a drink? He says that. Can I bite? The same thing that hay is for horses. That's him. Um, Who don't learn must feel. <laughs> I just said that the other day. Yeah. I say that every day. That's a Johnny's. That should be, Johnny should get a shirt that says I that. think he should get a shirt that Who says that. Who don't learn must feel. Uh-huh. So it's pretty much, you keep on hurting yourself. And you don't learn to not do that again, you're gonna feel the pain from it. Honestly, honestly, I think that's more so for Amara. Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't because miss- because because uh, Johnny doesn't really cry when he gets hurt. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. And Amara it doesn't need to actually shit. be hurt. It could just be like doing something. Or just doing stupid. something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So who don't learn must feel. I'm giving you a game, so you can go use that on your kids. Yes. Um, 
Where's this one? Oh, yeah. Why are you crying? <laughs> I will give you something to cry about. Oh, that's my favorite line. They know why we're crying. <laughs> <laughs> you just box me. Like, you just literally tongue me. Yeah. Like, you. I got slapped. And then you're going to ask me, course, why am course. I crying? Why are you crying? So, in my case, I would just talk or yell. And then I would, that my question is more valid mm. because I didn't use my hands. So then mm. I would actually say, I can actually give you something to cry yes. about if you'd like, yeah. because I actually didn't yeah, lose my hands But you say it yet. like sophisticated. So it sounds, it doesn't sound as like aggressive, but it's kind of scary because it's sophisticated. <laughs> you say like, I, I can actually give you, whereas straight up, I would just hear, I will give you something to cry about. True. So, yeah, I use that. Why are you crying? Not to give you something to cover, but I always say, why are you crying? Why are you running? <laughs> why? Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Go bathe your skin. Yeah. You go bathe your skin. Bade. But you say bade. Bade. And it's go bathe your skin. Go so pretty skin. much go go take a shower. Mm-hmm. And it and that doesn't necessarily have to mean like. Oh it's, wait, we didn't explain what pokey meant. Pokey is a vagina. Pokey means vagina. Yeah. So thing, but yeah. So go bathe your skin. It doesn't even have to be like oh the time it's getting late. It's time for you to go shower. You could literally do something that they don't like, and they will just tell you go bathe your skin. Yeah, I, I say that all the time. Yeah, because there's if there's anything kids don't like, it's taking a shower. Yep. So anything. You don't finish all the food, go bathe your skin. You're just annoying me right now, go bathe your skin. No, it's true. I do it all the time. Yeah, because that's how you get them away. Yeah. So I was always told that, and I use it all the time, mm-hmm. even if we're in the car. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, what is it? You're going like your body in a stink. Yeah. So, yeah. You act like your ass don't stink. Like your shit don't stink. It's the same thing. Wretch. <laughs> I was called a wretch a lot. That's a Johnny. A Jinal. I don't even know what that is, but I know what it means. It's pretty much like wretch. A fraud. <laughs> My fraud. dad called me a fraud a lot. Like when we get upset, you'd be like, you're a fraud. I call Amara a <laughs> fraud all the time. Amara is definitely a fraud. Yeah. So is a Johnny. Johnny fake cries now. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Bumba brush picnic. Yeah, bumba brush picnic. So oh, pretty God. much a child oh, with yeah picnic. Picnic means child. Bumba brush means nappy hair, cur- um, picky hair, which is horrible. So bumba brush picnic. Stush. I think that's universal. Mm-hmm. Uppity and bossy. Bossy. Yeah, mm-hmm. so bossy is you're into yourself too much. Yep. You might know it from the song. <laughs> bossy. But yeah, that's everything I use now and everything my parents use. And I'm pretty sure there's much more. Yeah, we'll think of some more. But we're going to end our episode and we'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye. Later. Bossy Pitney. I fly around the world because I'm bossy. <laughs>